guys, if I tell you guys the amount of warfare I just experienced in the last hour before I was even about to post this part of <laughs> the video, you would not understand that like, the devil really doesn't want this to go out. So I already filmed, like I said in my first part, I already kind of filmed, I already filmed actually um, a video talking about this person that the Lord has had revealed to me that is a warlock operating as a prophet. And in that video, I, I really like, once I put these two videos together, you will see in that video, I didn't really feel like, I didn't really want to um, talk about it. But you know what? After what I just experienced, <laughs> and just because the Lord has been tugging in my heart for me to say something, I understand what I have to say. Um, so I want to come on here and um, basically just tell you guys what my experience with this false prophet and also what the Lord has been revealing to me. So the prophet I'm actually talking about is Prophet Lovey Elias Long. I think it's Longumba something. He's Awilo Longumba's uh, nephew. Um, he's half Congolese, half Iranian, I believe. Um, he grew up in Kenya and then went to the U.S. He has a church in Los Angeles, California, called Revelation Church. How fitting. Anyways, uh. So I was first introduced to this uh, prophet via Vlad, um, and I'm not by any way, any means um, saying that um, Vlad is a false teacher or anything like that. The Lord has not shown me anything about Vlad, um, so I'm not going to speak on Vlad. Um, you know, this uh, prophet lobby is somebody who's very, um, very deceptive. He has, the Lord gave me a dream and I saw a seducing spirit in that dream and um, in this dream, I saw somebody I recognized and I saw I thought of this person and we went into like a nightclub and um, and somebody was screaming out my, you know, the name of somebody, this person very close to his related to that he's always speaking about. I don't want to say his name. And somebody was screaming out his name and it was like a seductive spirit, you know, it was like a seductive spirit leading people uh, um, astray. At the time I didn't really understand the dream, I thought God was talking to me about other people. But after some time I realized, no, like God's been warning me about this person. I think I had that, that dream made in September or yeah, in September. And basically what the Lord was telling me as I was reading my dream journal is that that spirit I saw, that seductive spirit is what this prophet uses. He works with this a uh, family member of his and they have like the seductive spirit the seducing spirit he uses to draw people to his church to draw you know his members to blind them to seduce them so that they do not see what's going on around them because the nightclub is not a place that god dwells in so if i see that you're uh you're bringing somebody into somewhere that seems like a nightclub and as i'm trying to go to that person to get their attention to draw them out of that place and the the it, it was like, imagine it was like this, uh, family person up there, up there, it was a masturbating in a female seductive spirit. And it was like seducing like these two men in my dream. And the men could not hear anything I was saying. And they would not listen to anything I would say, although I was very close to them trying to draw them up. So what the Lord was saying to me is that this person had a seducing spirit to say, and I don't know if this is maybe in his life outside of you know what it presents himself online maybe i don't know what he's doing outside of that but what i do know is regarding who this person claims to be online he does not operate in the spirit of the lord he operates in a spirit of divination and he's not god he's not of god and if you're going to his church or if you do watch him i really do pray that the lord convicts your heart for you to do your own research for you to honestly Start reading your Bible for yourself so that if you are going to listen to him, you can easily hear the faults and the things that he says that is not of Christ. So when the Lord showed me that this person is a high-ranking warlock, he is a high-ranking warlock. Because even when I was like listening to him, and I didn't listen to him for a long time, I think that maximum two months because my spirit, my spirit was just like, hmm. and I was trying to do some background research on here. And I was just like, I don't understand why I can't really find so much. Yeah, like, okay, yeah. 
I, I just wasn't finding the information that I was looking for. And when he does talk about his past, he doesn't really talk about his past, you know. Um, he doesn't really talk about how he came to Christ. Um, he just always says, like, well, God came to him when he was six years old. And, you know, but it's just like my spirit weren't getting him. <laughs> but I don't know. But I, I know what I was looking for, what I wanted to see when I was researching. Because everybody has a story, a deliberate story. And with him, it was just like, okay, but you went from making music in the world um and then no i don't know maybe i don't know but i just felt for me personally i just felt like he was very cagey very very cagey and talking about like things that a normal christian will talk about when they come to christ i feel like when christians when we come to christ we're very very open <laughs> about our journey and things like that and for me it was just like the information i was, I was looking for i just wasn't really getting from him as well and also, so when I, it was revealed to me that he's a warlock, um, a very high ranking warlock, the Lord started revealing some stuff to me because, um, I did actually like watch his, um, videos, right? So I already had some information and then after the Lord revealed to me that he was a high ranking warlock, I, I think I listened to two or three more of his videos. I just wanted to see like, um, I guess I just wanted to see, you know, like the twisting of scriptures because one thing I noticed about him is uh, and I will insert some clips that I found from people who have um ex like made um videos regarding him and I'll just clip things um that yeah I'll just clip things to go with what I'm trying to say to you guys so what I realized with this person is he twists scripture right he very much twists scripture and it's like he will speak just enough truth but like he will like let's say like he will speak just enough truth but he will twist the scriptures so one one thing i at the top of my head is he was basically teaching people that you don't need the blood of jesus you don't need to plead the blood of jesus and i know to some people that might seem something small but jesus died for us like the bible says that the blood of jesus speaks better things than the blood of abel and if you're familiar with this uh with the book of cain and abel when cain killed um abel in genesis the daughter of the king, your brother's blood is speaking out. So the bl blood in scripture is actually a very important thing. Like we have blood covenants. You can, we can have a blood covenant with Jesus Christ, or you can have a blood covenant with the one spirit. So blood is a very, very, especially for us Christians is the blood of Jesus is a very important thing for us. Okay. Just to, to say that. So, uh, to say that that's just one thing I, on the top of my head, I can remember. So to say that we don't need to plead the blood of Jesus or we, it doesn't do anything. Um, hello, what? Like that's, that's false. Um, I'm going to insert some TikToks below in the description box or in this video of other people on TikTok that have exposed like his, te his teachings, had his, uh, twist scripture. Because he doesn't actually teach the Bible. And I'm always going to say to people, read your Bibles. Read your Bibles. Because once you read your Bible and you know the word of God, no one will ever, ever be able to uh, bamboozle you. Because you will, again, counteract that with scripture. Everybody says sex before marriage is a sin, right? Mm -hmm. Show me one verse that says that. There is no verse that says that. There is no verse that says that. There is no verse that says that. The biggest lie you are ever told is that if it doesn't line up with scripture, it's not from God. Mm. Wow. That is the biggest lie you are ever told. I want to teach people why you, you should not seek God. Now, a lot of people will be like, but the Bible says, seek me and you'll find me and things like that. It's not talking about looking for him. Let me explain to you. Jesus said, I will never leave you nor forsake me. How can you look for somebody who is not leaving you and forsaking you? Another thing for me where I was just like, my spirit was like, mm, was that he didn't really know like the Bible. He's like, they had to tell him where scriptures, things were in the Bible. And for me, I was just like, is this like, if you're a so-called prophet, right? You are meant to um, study to show yourself approved. And sometimes as a prophet, the way that I hear the Lord is when I'm in my, um, in my Bible, when I'm studying the scriptures, when I'm, you know, I'm in my Bible and the Lord will speak to me and then he will tell me what's to come 
Um, and I think I made a video about this. My last video talks about this, where I was studying the book of Ezekiel and the Lord was showing me like the end times, the things that is about to come in this year. Um, and in if the years to come, it will be like in those times. Right. So for me, it was just like, are you studying your word? Because he didn't really, it seemed like he didn't really know his script, like his Bible very well. And he had to ask for assistance, but it's like anybody knows any man, any true man or woman of God, we are in our scriptures, especially if you're, you're, you're calling yourself a prophet or if no, no, if you're calling yourself a prophet, if you are being, you are called to the prophetic, you know how important it is, right? To be in your scriptures. So for me, we just like little things like that. Um, so I'm just going to, um, I wrote down what, um, I wrote down some other stuff that the Lord uh, revealed to me today. What well, he didn't reveal to me today that the Lord has been saying to me that I haven't written down. So today I decided I'm going to write it down. Okay, yeah, so I did mention that the Lord showed me that he's a high, high, very high-ranking warlock. Um, so I remember the Lord was also talking to me about altars. Um, so for those who are not familiar with what an altar is in, if you're true and like if you are serving in a church that is fully for Christ, is fully for God, uh, you're going to set up an altar to God. But if you're serving a demonic spirit, you're going to set up uh, an altar to those spirits. And um, I was watching a documentary. I will link it. I will try to link it below of a ex false prophet who has now given his life to Christ. And he was talking about what they do at their altars because that ex, this is not Prophet Lovey, this is another man. I think he's from South Africa or Zimbabwe. One of those, one of those. Um, he uh, was talked, he he said that, and um, he explained how they get their powers. So I was, I would really, really, really recommend you watch those. I will literally try to link it below or link it in the comment section, the pin it. Um, it's very, very good information for you guys to learn. Um, so he was talking about how when the uh, when the witch, uh, when the people who want to be prophets and stuff when when they want to have these gifts, uh, but the demonic way, um, they go to. Uh, it depends also. Like the thing is, when it comes to witchcraft, um, it to the higher you go, like it depends what you want, right? So if you just want something small, you go to the small, 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 you know, sangomas, the small witch doctors. But um, if you are like Mr. Lobby, there's a lot that comes with it. Like there's a sacrifices that come with it. And what the Lord was showing me is that because he always says, oh, I knew when X, Y, and Z, this person, there's a person that died that is very, very close to him. And he's always like, I knew he was going to die. And I, at the time, I didn't really think about it. And as the Lord started speaking to me about this person and this false prophet, the Lord told me that he sacrificed this person that was very close to him. And if, again, you are familiar with him, you will know this person that is very close to him with out of cancer. And the Lord told me that this part, he sacrificed him and he was a sacrifice. Because what these people, they do is they set up these altars to this. I'm going to explain, actually, let me explain that sacrifice and I'm going to go back to altars. I'm sorry. I just have so much information in my head. So, um, what was I going to say? Yeah. So, what, how, let me explain to you guys how we trust you, uh, works because, I've been doing my research for the last two years because I've been literally fighting witchcraft <laughs> because of, you know, the covenant. Um, but um, so I, the way witchcraft works is there's, there's levels. It's like there's rankings. Um, Ephesians, I believe it's Ephesians 6 that talks about this. We do not fight flesh and blood, but we, you know, uh, we fight principalities. And um, an Apostle Paul, I believe, wrote Ephesians. Yeah. And he goes through the rankings, right? So, um let me read it let me read it let me read it so you guys understand because some people don't open the bible so i really want to go to the bible to to speak about this um ephesians okay so apostle paul says what's in your nlt I don't know. okay so he says that for we do not wrestle against flesh and blood but against principalities against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Okay, so you see the rankings, and the ranking, the top ranking is principalities. So these people, they have to obviously go up the ranks, and the um, and when you're going up the ranks, the higher you want to go, the more people you need to sacrifice. So they are small, 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 like you can start, like you can start off small, or if you're very um, ambitious, you can just kill your whole family. 
Um, and I'm not laughing. That's not funny. But um, so that's how it really works. And if you're and I, from what the Lord has revealed to me about this person is he's been a warlock most of the majority of his life. I don't know at what age it started. Maybe he started at six because he's always claiming that the Lord came to him when he was six years old and told him that um, he's going to be a prophet. Maybe that Lord is not our Lord and it's the Lord that he serves, which is Satan. Um, and I'm not saying this because I hate this person at all. I'm just, I really didn't want to make this video. When I tell you guys, I, I was like, I was literally fighting with God. I was like, God, I don't want to make this video. I don't want to name this person. I know I'm going to get attacked. Like I was, and God was telling me, he was like, you, basically God was telling me like, you shouldn't be afraid of attacks because God is my protector. So I'm doing this with obedience to Christ that God is my protector and I'm doing, I'm being obedient to Christ because this is what the Lord has called for me to do. And I understand now that the Lord wanted me to go through that experience, um, to experience that false preacher for a very brief time. Thank you, God, because even that very brief time I was, um, following that preacher on my days, if I told you this preacher, I used to, I was experiencing, I would tell you, but it was very traumatic until I stopped. So, yeah. So back to the altar of, I don't know if I finished, let me finish. Yeah. So that's what they have to do. And oftentimes when it comes to witchcraft, you have to sacrifice the ones that you love most, you know, um, because it's just, it means, more, I don't know how exactly it works in their world. I only know based on my research, but if you sacrifice the one you love more, it just, it means, it means more, you know, uh, I want to talk, I want to do a video another time talking about covenants and teaching you guys about the, um, blood covenants and stuff like that and you know other types of covenant but blood covenants is the biggest um it's it's like money and it's the highest yeah blood covenant is like the highest currency and so if let's say for example you sacrifice your daughter your child that has a higher currency than you sacrifice to make your neighbor although like yeah you're still going to get rewarded for sacrificing your daughter i mean sorry your neighbor but you sacrificing your daughter has a higher currency that's how I understand it. That's how I can explain it. So back to altars. So like I said, in church, in Christian, genuine Christian churches, our altars are to God. We give thanks to Christ and God, you know. And so um, in demonic altars, their altars is for the spirits that they serve over city Satan. And so what a lot of false preachers who use the spirit of divination, who get their powers from demonic spirits, what they do is, on their altars, um, I remember that that documentary I watched. Uh, the pastor was saying that some so, sometimes you see on the altars they have food, right? They have food on those altars, and um, and those foods are like um, a sacrifice to their gods. And I think Summer Walker did this. She had a shrine that she set up, and she had food, and I don't know what else she had. I remember that she had food on it, and those are like offerings and sacrifices that they give to their gods. And I remember Prophet Lovey talking about, I don't know if he has pictures, but I, I, I don't, I, I, if I remember correctly, I remember he, I don't know if the people were giving them him pictures, but if I were giving him pictures of prayer points of, um, of like prayer points of things that they needed. But I also do, I, if I remember correctly, people will send him pictures and he said he'll place them on their altars and he'll pray for it. And I remember the Lord telling me like, um, the Lord telling me later, obviously, because at the time I was immersed like everybody else, uh, seduced like everybody else with that seducing spirit, because that's what divination is. It's a seducing spirit. Um, but I remember the Lord telling me on that altar, he, he sacrifices people. Um, and it sacrifices people doesn't just mean like, oh, it sacrifices people's lives. It sacrifices people is like he blocks your life. And that's something I experienced actually when I was following him. Like, yes, I used to listen to this person. I think I listened to them for a month. For goodness, it wasn't a month. But um, I listened to, I was listening to their sermons for a month. But even during that time, uh, when it all started bringing a lot of things to my remembrance, even during that time, I realized that I did experience an increase of spiritual warfare. And honestly, even my finances uh, were not, like, it felt like it was blocked as well because of just some, some of the things. That was happening and some of the prayers that i was you know um participating in regarding this person like my eye 
all my days like when i the the short time i think i was only for for two months for two months i was with that i was watching his youtube video i wasn't following him i was just watching his youtube video my life was completely blocked i was seeing evil spirits in my room i was seeing evil spirits in my room i was i was having nightmares like there's no other I, I, in the second video, I'm, but well, that's the first video. In the other video, I will talk about exactly the dreams I was having of this man. I was having dreams of this man and they were all demonic in nature. And I could not sleep. I was like being terrorized. So and during one of the days of the convention, I got prayed, I got prayed for. And the prayer was that the Lord wanted to give me speed, right? For me to do the thing that he's calling me to do. So there was prayer all upon me for, for me to have speed. And that same night, as I went to sleep, I had a dream. And in this dream, um, somebody came to take me and it was taking me to this prophet's um, chat. And they were saying, oh, uh, yeah, they kept taking me to this prophet's chat. So when I got to that prophet's chat, the prophet in, in, like, the prophet in my dream was saying to me, this prophet I'm talking about, was saying to me, that, oh, uh, I'm not ready to be delivered. And basically he needs to put all the demons that was casted out of me back into me. And he started doing a prayer to cast back all these demons in me. So in the dream, I was like, no, this is wrong. So I kind of draw away from him and I ran away from him. And, um, and in the dream, they're trying to take me to like a place, like a house place. No, no, that's, that was a good part. Yeah. So yeah, he was saying basically, He's on a, you know, he needs to pull all these demonic spirits that were just casted out of me. And I was just like, in my head, I was like, in a dream, I was like, that makes no sense. Why would you put back the demonic spirit? And he was saying to me, you're not ready to be delivered. So I need to put it back until you're ready. What? <laughs> um, but in this dream, they're all showing me how um, he sent his angel to come and actually deliver me from that person and to take me out of their presence. And I remember one time I woke up from like a very bad dream. And I remember, one, and then I, I remember I turned around and I felt like there was like, no, I, yeah, I turned around on my bed and then there was like a spirit of a man, right? And it was like hugging me, like he didn't want to let me go. And I had to, and this was like, I was awake and I felt the, the presence of that man and it was hugging me. Um, like he didn't want to let me go and I had to pray and I had to rebuke and I had to literally like kick it out. Another, another thing I do want to talk about, um, I remember he was talking, um, I remember he was uh, talking about an altercation he had with a lady. I don't remember the the lady was a witch or just a lady who didn't like him, who was calling him a false prophet. I believe if I'm correct, um, because it's been a while, so I haven't watched him since the Lord revealed everything to me. Um, he was talking about, uh, the altercation with lady and I believe this lady didn't like him and was basically saying he was a false prophet. And I believe that the lady spoke ill of his son, which I, you should never talk bad about people's children, but the lady was talking bad about his son or something like that. And he said that he warned the lady the first time and she wouldn't listen. She did it again. And so he cursed the lady to die and then later she died. And for me, that's demonic. That is demonic because scripture says that vengeance is mine, says the Lord, is not ours. And I have some scriptures here to give to you guys because I will always come with Bible. Okay, yeah, James 1. And I'm reading the New Living Translation because it translates better for everybody else. And James 1, 26, it says, If you claim to be religious but don't control your tongue, you are fooling yourself and your religion is worthless. Basically, what the Lord is saying is we need to learn how to tame the tongue. We need to learn how to tame the tongue. When somebody does you wrong, we are not to, you know, spew out um, curses. We are not to spew out, um, you know, negativity, basic curses, basically. And also James 3, 8 to 10. And I'm also going to read James 3, 8 to 10 in the New Living Translation. And it says, but no one can tame the tongue. It is rest restless and evil, full of deadly poison. Sometimes it praises our Lord and Father. Sometimes it curses those who have been made in the image of God. And so blessing and cursing come pouring out of the same mouth. Surely, my brothers and sisters, this is not right. Does a spring of water 
bubble up with both fresh water and bitter water? Does a fig tree produce olives or a great a grapevine produce figs? No, and you can't draw fresh water from a salty spring. The Bible is telling us this. The Bible is basically telling us we are not to curse anybody because one, we are all beautifully and wonderfully made in the image of God. Secondly, I cannot use my mouth, you know, to curse out somebody. The same mouth that I'm asking God for blessings for to curse somebody and, and, and ask God and say to God, Lord, I want you to kill this person. Like, that's not my job. I, we are called to bless people. And I'm saying this as somebody who I have people who are still alive, literally doing rituals, doing things to kill me till this day. And I will never open my mouth and be like, Lord, I wait to kill them. I don't pray that. I'm always asking one God for, um, to forgive them, to, uh, God to help them to repair and to deliver them. And there's days where I'm tired of fighting spiritual warfare because I want to sleep. And I'll be like, Lord, you know what? I'm praying for this person. They're not repenting, but later we'll be done. You know, because if, if it's God's will for them to leave this earth because they won't stop fighting me, then that's God's will. But I would never, because I understand life and death is a power of the tongue. And when we curse people, especially when we wish for somebody to die, that's witchcraft of the flesh. Because when we use our flesh to do wrong, that is considered witchcraft in scripture. And I'm going to find it. Give me a second. So it says Galatians 5, 19, when you follow the desires of your sinful nature, the results are very clear. Sexual morality, impurity, lustful pleasures, idolatry, sorcery, hostility, quarreling, jealousy, outbursts of anger, selfish ambitions, dissensions, division, envy, drunkenness, war parties, and other sins like this. Um, let me tell you again, as I have before, that anyone living that sort of life will not inherit the kingdom of God. We are, and for me, it's just that when, because there's so many things, I've watched so many of his videos. I used to binge watch a lot of his videos, right? So when the Lord started downloading things in me, I was like, oh my days. Like at the time I was so like, like, yeah, my sister was like, hmm. but I was like, you know what? Let me, let me give this person a chance. I don't know why I was feeling like that. I should have really stopped at the, the first time I was like, mm, no. And for me also, if, let's say, for example, you serve God, right? Because I know scripture says, touch not my anointed and do no harm to my prophet. And a lot of people like to misuse that. And I believe that you quoted that, if I remember correctly. Um, if you serve God, for example, and you curse somebody to die, and it's not God's will for them to die, even though they do you wrong, God's not going to kill that person. God's not going to kill that person. So for me... What the Lord was showing me is I cursed this person specifically to die and she died. That's witchcraft because if it was not if it was not God's will for that person to die, that person will not die. And if you are a true man and woman of God, you will know what the scripture talks about. Uh, when it when it like, because the scripture is very very clear on how we are to treat our neighbors, even the people who do us wrong. Do you know how hard it is to bite your tongue when somebody is talking bad about you? I, I get it all the time. I get it all the time. I will get it. It's very hard, but I have to remind myself, like, turn it over cheek. Turn it over cheek. Vengeance is not mine. It's the Lord. And one thing I've, I've noticed is because I've turned it over cheek, the Lord, sometimes, like, we won't see how the Lord punishes them. But sometimes, the, like, there's, there's been a lot of instances, especially lately, where the Lord has shown me how, he is punishing people who have done me wrong without, you know, me, um, what's the word, I'm provoking them, you know? So for me, it was just like, and he was teaching it and he was so proud about cursing this woman to die. And he, he said out of his mouth that he told this woman, you're going to die, you know? And he was so proud of it, you know? And it's just like, and his congregation were all smiling and laughing and being okay with it. And... And I understand now there's a seducing spirit that works in that church. And I've done my research on other people who's had similar experiences and they said that he felt cultish. His members follow him like a cult. So um, there is that. So outside of having bad dreams about him, I was seeing this man in my dreams actually. So the first dream I had, I wrote it on the 26th of, of September 2022. And I said, I went, I had a dream. I went to this prophet's church to get deliverance. 
but I was dressed in the gym actually. I was dressed inappropriately, wearing my a pink corset that was showing off my boobs and it was distracting. As I waited for the lady prior to me to finish telling her story for her dinner bread, this prophet in the dream was struggling to look at me and will always leave the room to get themselves together and will later come back. And when I woke up, I was like, why was I dressed like a harlot in the dream? <laughs> and that was my first thing. I was like, Lord, why am I dressed like a harlot in the dream? And so I prayed and asked God for revelation. And I was also wondering, I, I first, I thought maybe um, the way I was dressed was uh, signaling that um, I wasn't all the way right. And I needed deliverance. But I was like, okay, but then why would I go to this prophet for deliverance who's known for doing deliverance? And he's running away from me. So I want to read to you guys the revelation that the Lord gave to me. Um, the Lord revealed to me that the prophet in the dream was a demonic spirit. The spirit kept looking down or was struggled to look me in the eyes, but was looking at me like there was something in me that was too much to handle. Like my light was too much. It could not stand it. It seemed like the demonic spirit was trying to avoid doing deliverance in me as they could see me and what I actually carry inside of me. The harder outfit isn't what it means physically. It is clothing that draws attention and the clothes represented the light the spirit was seeing. I could not handle it. I kept... Oh, sorry. The harder outfit isn't what it means physically. It is clothing that draws attention and the clothes represent the light the spirit was seeing and could not handle. And that is why it kept leaving my presence because it could not bear to be in my presence and was looking for any excuse to leave my presence as my light was too much for it. God is saying that all the demonic... Yeah. God is also saying to me that all the demonic spirits that want to torment me will not be able to stand the light in me. Those who are not meant to be in my life will leave because they cannot stand what God has placed in me. And another thing that... Um, yeah, and another thing that the Lord revealed to me about that, that I started to pay attention to was this pastor, this prophet, I want to say, um, didn't want to do deliverance in me. It could not stand, like it could not bear to stand to be in my presence. So the Lord was, that's kind of what the Lord started showing me that the light in me was, you know, was disturbing the darkness in it. And the Lord said to me that the demonic spirit in his prophet could not stand my light because this prophet, the Lord was trying to speak to me and tell me this prophet is not operating from my spirit. He's operating in the spirit of divination. And outside of the scene in my dream and outside of having very bad spiritual experiences, seeing demonic uh, spirits in my house, being a demonic entity is watching me as I'm sleeping on my days. Oh my days, on oh my days. Um, another thing that happened to me is that my finances were blocked. I was already dealing with a lot because the witches in my village were coming for my finances. But like things started going well for me like financially and then it started going bad when I was like following him. And I remember there was a prayer. I don't even know why I stupidly did this, you know. Uh, there was a prayer that he was um, making us do um, a dead cancellation prayer. And I remember he said that, uh, what do you say? He said that you get a wallet and then you, like you put your foot on your wallet, right? You put your foot on your wallet and then you pray that the Lord cancels your debt or you, like, you know, restore your finances and stuff like that. And... Like I said, look, guys, I was going through a lot last year, okay? Mentally, I was halfway here. And so I did that because my finances, I know that I knew that the witches in my village were trying to, like, they were coming for my finances. I told you they were coming for my finances. They were relentless. But I think, well, like, at that point, things were, like, it seemed like it was getting better, right? Things were getting a little bit better. My finances were blocked. <laughs> again. My finances were blocked. Again. And I somebody didn't put two and two together and it was afterwards where the Lord showed me. I, again, like I said, I really did like a prayer. I, I broke everything. I broke covenant, everything from that, uh, from that false man. Um, and um, yeah, so the Lord was, basically what the Lord was showing me is like that act of stepping on your wallet was like an act of stepping on your 
finances, basically broken finances. And what these people do, again, I'm going back to how they get their blessings in their world. What people do is they steal from you. They steal from you. When you are following these people, you're praying along with these people, you're allowing these people to uh, touch you and put their hand on you. It's like they are, whatever is yours, they spiritually, they take it because you have um, ignorantly given them agreements basically so um other times we can enter into covenants uh blood covenants is blood covenants which is mostly like familial the blood covenants if you cut yourself that of course a custom somebody you do them or something like that um the world covenants if you cure chicken to get finances um but there's also um agreements that we make that we don't actually know so like um in the when it, we talk about spiritual war we call this like hidden um covenants because you don't actually or you don't remember you don't know you're doing it because you're doing it because you think what you're doing is right um because of spiritual manipulation so when you do things like that you're actually agreeing so they t- i i will have to actually do a video to sit down and explain a lot of spiritual things but when you do stuff like that you're giving them agreements and they're taking what's yours they're taking what's yours so my finances were also blocked until we had to pray and break the covenants with him and I had to specifically break that covenant. And another thing that the Lord showed me that is that this man is obviously he's a very high ranking demon, um, a warlock. So he's been doing this for some time. But what the Lord also showed me is that um he gets his powers from the Marine Kingdom. Um for those who don't know what the Marine Kingdom is, it's just water spirits. I will have to do a video on it on that another time because I don't want this video to be very long. But um, Marine Kingdom are very deadly. And I should know because me and this person, right, uh, his father comes from the same tribe that my family is from. And the tribe that my family is from, they are water people. And the gods that they worship are, are water gods. And during uh, the time that we were, they were praying for deliverance on me for, for me to break covenants with this, you know, with Prophet Lobby, God gave me a vision of water spirits. And I remember telling my apostle, I was like telling him, I was like, you need to pray and break every covenant with the water spirits because the Lord just showed me that and this man serves water spirits. So that's what um, the Lord showed me, that he serves marine spirits. And marine spirits, they, um, they promote immorality. Marine spirits, uh, they promote, they give people wealth. A lot of people who have money and they, they have money demonically, they go to the waters and ask the waters to give them wealth and finances and stuff like that. So Marine Kingdom, the Marine Spirit actually controls finances. They control the finances of the world. Um. So yeah, Marine Kingdoms, like demonically, they not like, yeah, yeah, demonically, they control finances. So a lot of people who have money and they didn't do it the right way or they did it demonically, through witchcraft, just know that they went to a marine spirit to get it because the marine kingdom is very, it's the most powerful kingdom living on earth, like very powerful kingdom spiritually. Another thing also is this man doesn't really preach scripture. That's when I was like, what is going on in the house of comments? He really doesn't preach scriptures at all. He, um, he talks mostly about himself. He'll teach like a little bit, like he'll do like a 40 minute sermon, teach a little bit of like scripture and then the rest is he's talking about himself he's defending himself saying he's a false preacher um he talks about how he obtained wealth and you can have wealth too so like he very much preaches like if you follow me um if you follow me you will get wealth and all of these riches like me right and the lord just brought to my remembrance as well and the thing with me is okay because I don't know, maybe it's that, like, I'm a little bit, okay, I'm African. Maybe it's the African side of me. It irks my, it irks me when people be calling their pastors, preachers, daddy, and all these things. But one thing for me where I was like, this is not okay, is when people were coming and they were saying, giving testimony, saying, the God of uh, Prophet Lovey gave me this. The God of Prophet Lovey gave me that. I'm like, if we serve in the same Jesus, if we serve in the same God, why are you saying the God of Prophet Love me? Who's Prophet Love is God? <laughs> you should be giving your testimony and giving thanks to God, Jesus Christ, God. 
you know, like, thank you, Jesus, for the, the, the thank you, Jesus, for the, 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 you know, people are coming and saying, thank you to the God of Prophet Lovey. And for me, when, whenever I go to an African church, because this man is African, he's swindling Americans and he's swindling people in Congo, okay? Congos are swindlers. <laughs> um, whenever I go to a church and people are saying that, I already know, like, there's the, the spirits in that place is of God. They are not of God because I don't go to my church. I don't stand up in my church and be like, thank you to the God of my pastor. No, like, thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Because when I was praying, I wasn't praying to the God of my pastor. I was praying to my God. The God I serve, the God we are meant to serve. You know, so for me, it was just like stuff like that. It's like, what God is he serving for people to be saying thank you to the God of Prophet Lovey for giving me this? I was by, but the God of Prophet Lovey gave me that. So, like, to me, as an African, I know, like, when people start doing that, yeah, now this church you go into, it ain't it, sis, it ain't it at all. Another thing also, this might be twisting people's dream interpretations. Like dream, like when you're having dreams and you're interpreting your dreams, one, it's not very hard to interpret it. Like if you don't know what you're doing, yeah, it can seem very complicated. Or sometimes like you thought it meant something, but later on you realize it didn't mean that. But when we dream, we are meant to go and ask the Holy Spirit for dimension for interpretation. Like you can literally wake up and pray and ask the Holy Spirit, what did that dream mean? You know, and the Holy Spirit will show you. Or people come to him with very simple things. Maybe I'm saying this because I'm a dreamer, so I've gotten very, like a lot better at interpreting dreams. People will come to him for very simple dreams, but like he would just like make it something is not. It's like that dream was very simple. That dream was very simple, and for me, it's like his interpretation of the dreams. I never understood it, and I'm just like, I never really understood how he was interpreting these people's dreams. Cause I'm just like, the dream was very simple, but he would like he would take some. Like something that was A, B, C, you will go A, B, Z, back to D, back to C. So for me, like, I was just, as I was talking to the Lord, I was like, well, he's not interpreting these people's dreams correctly. Or, like, he doesn't know what they mean. He's just saying all types of nonsense. Or he's confusing them even more so that this way they don't get the breakthroughs or they don't understand the dreams, how um, the Lord was showing it to them. Maybe the Lord was warning them of him because I tried to contact him because I, when I used, I was having dreams about him, I forgot wanting me to warn him, you know, and I, I wasn't understanding. And so I tried to contact him on social media. He wasn't responding. We have a mutual friend, like the, my mutual friend is like, the mutual friend we have is someone who's very close to me, someone he knows very well. My mutual friend reached out to him to give me his number. He literally aired me. So when afterwards, when I know started showing me these things, I'm like, uh-huh, 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 I get it, I get it. But I just want to say to you guys, you don't need to go to anybody to interpret your dream. Like, the Holy Spirit can guide you in understanding your dreams. You know, sometimes it's helpful, but you, you can't... People out here are scary, okay? People out here are scary. Like, my best... Like, I would just advise you guys, just when you wake up and you had a dream you don't understand, pray, pray and ask the Holy Spirit for guidance. The Holy Spirit will give you the interpretation. You don't need to go to somebody else to give you the interpretation for the dreams. Okay, and another thing, I just have so many things that I noticed I was really weird about him, um, is that, um, so I was introduced to him by Vlad, and, and during the interview, the end of the interview, Vlad was asking him to talk about a prophecy that was to come, that was to come in October, right? What was coming in October? What did the Lord tell him about what was coming in October? And he looked very nervous, and he was like, uh, 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 and he was like twiddling his fingers, like he didn't know what to say. And he said something, it just made no sense. And because obviously I'm a prophetic person, I was like, Lord, um, if whatever he said, and at the time I didn't know who was false, by the way, um, because that was my first introduction of him. So I was like, okay, look, like God, God won't just speak to one of his prophets. He will give us, like, if he wanted to give us a word about what's to come, he will give us all like the same word. Um, so I asked the Lord, like, to show me, you know, and I got nothing, and nothing happened, nothing he said, like, happened, so uh, for me, I was just like, mm. like, that's when I was like, I started, I was like, mm, 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 like, because, and it's like, uh, when the Lord started showing me, like, how, like, a vision of, like, that first interview, right, but sometimes the Lord likes to, like, help me, like, some of the Lord gives me flashbacks of things, like, he's already, like, I, he's showing me, but I didn't really understand, and the Lord was just telling me, like, it's a false prophet. And the Lord was also telling me, what this man does is, 
sometimes when he prophesies, oh, like what's to come, he he steals like he steals true prophet prophecies and then twists it to become his own. So if the Lord is speaking to his true prophets about something, uh, what false prophets do is they'll take, they'll steal from the true prophecies and then make it their own, maybe add a little twist of lies or whatever, so that this way, if you go and try to um, confirm the prophecies with other prophets, because they had some truths in it, you won't know that they lied. So that's something that the Lord spoke to me about as well. Um, but for me, one of my, my biggest, uh, my biggest, 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 uh, um, was when I started, like, I was like, okay, Lord, you're speaking to me. I'm going to start, um, no, it was before the Lord started speaking to me because the Lord was silent <laughs> until like he spoke. But, um, before, yes. So this man went to preach at Jamal Bryant's church and anybody knows Jamal Bryant ain't a preacher here with Jesus. He's for money and whatever benefits him and whoever you can speak with. Um, so this man went to preach at Jamal Bryant's church, and I was just like, because scripture says that you should know them by their fruits. You should we you should know them by their fruit. And and I just started noticing like he would defend false preachers, people like who like if you are truly in Christ, you will know these people are not for Christ. They don't work for Christ. They work for mammon. And so he would defend like um. T.D. James and Joel Osteen, and he will, he will say they're not false preachers. And because uh, I remember there was a video of T.D. Jakes chanting the deliverance or something like that. And he got, I believe he got a lot of backlash about it because sometimes people just need to sit in a corner. But, um, and then this man was defending him, and uh, like he had a lot of reasons to get backlash, but. This man was just defending him and he just defends like false prophets and he's also like um, associated with uh, another prophet because I remember um, I used to follow Prophet Love You on Instagram and he posted this other prophet called Passion Java, I believe. So I went on this man's page and my story was this, that this one is false. This one is false. So if you are not false and if you are truly wa walking with Christ, you're going to associate yourself with people who are truly walking with Christ. But when I look at this person's association, he's not associated with people who, if you are truly in Christ and you have discernment, the Lord speaks to you about preachers to watch and preachers not to watch, then you will know, like, you will know them by the truth. And for me, it was, there was just like, so many other evidence. There's just enough evidence for me to be like, okay, Lord, yeah, you, you've been speaking, you've been speaking. He's a false preacher. And so for me, it was like, there was false doctrine. There was obviously there's evil spirits in my house. My finances were blocked until I broke off those covenants. Um, I was having bad dreams about him trying to um, keep me in captivity and bound. Um, he's, he's associated with the wrong kind of people. So it's just like, there was just so many evidence mounting up against him. And obviously other things that the Lord has shown me as well about this person. So I'm just going to explain this truth. In the final dream I had about this prophet, I went to his church and as I went to his church, I was looking for him because I was looking for him to warn him that uh, the Lord is what has paid with him. And I went to warn him, basically to tell him like something bad is going to happen, something bad is going to happen. But all the time I'll get close to him in the dream, he will run away from me. He will run away from me, completely run away from me. And in the dream, I started seeing his church crumbling like his church was crumbling and it was coming to ruin and as his church was crumbling and coming to ruins i saw um his member the members of his church everyone everyone was running away frantically uh because the church was like it was falling down on upon everybody and in this dream in this dream i remember just standing far just watching as his church uh, is crumbling before him and just watching how this church was crumbling before him. And what the Lord told me about that was that his church is going to crumble. And after some time, the Lord started to reveal some morphies to me and basically told me that, um, as he spoke to me regarding the book of Ezekiel, the Lord showed me how he's going to expose every false prophet and everything that they have built will crumble because they are not of him. And I'm saying this with clarity, knowing like when, the, when God speaks to me, I have evidence that when God speaks to me, especially when he warns me, he warns me about people, what the law says comes to pass because 
like I said, the Lord is tired. He's tired. He's tired of the nonsense that's going on in the world. And this man is not of pride. I, when I saw my dreams before and I was trying to reach out to him to warn him, I thought maybe he was in, like he was of pride when he just went rogue. But afterward, the Lord was like, no, he's a high-ranking warlock. That man is a witch. He is a witch. He's a high-ranking warlock. And I am from Congo. I'm of Congolese descent. So, uh, And I come from a family that's very ingrained in the music world. Uh, my dad was like one of was one of the biggest Congolese music groups before he gave his life to Christ. You know, if you're from Congo, you're not winging music. Don't so, don't come, my friend is coming up. So my dad, uh, he teaches me a lot about what goes on in the music industry and how, you know, they get their powers and stuff like that to seduce. And this person comes from the music industry. And I, I, I believe from everything that the Lord has shown me that he's been a warlock. For the majority of his life, there's other things that the Lord has shown me about this person, like regarding the sacrifices he's made uh, throughout his life with people close to him. But I, I'm not going to put that out. I'm just going to keep that. But um, if you are watching him, please, 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 just pray. Pray for deliverance. Pray for the Lord to set you free. Pray for the pray for discernment. Pray for the Lord to show you the things that I've been saying. Don't be in my comments fine because you'll be fine yourself. Okay, I'm not going to be out here going back and forth with people. I really, I, I. I don't have time for that. Okay. You're going to be fighting yourself. Um, and if you're going to try to come for me, just know that I'm protected under the shadow of the Almighty in the mighty, in mighty name of Jesus. So I pray that this uh, video was helpful. Like I said, I didn't want to name names, but the Lord has strengthened me. He had told me I had to do this and he showed me why I had to ex have that mini experience with that person, with his ministry. So that I can come on here and warn people and use my voice to warn people because I've had experiences and God literally, he wants to save his children. I wouldn't be here talking about this person. If it wasn't God leading me, I would have probably just kept it in my friendship groups. But he wants to save his children. So I'm out here putting my life on the line for y'all because this man's a warlock. So I know, I know I have to get ready to fight in the spirit. So I pray that you guys are well and I hope that um, you have a lovely day.